This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. I'm Kate Sharon. Vince Wong, a former executive at Roche Diagnostics and a biotech startup, has been chosen as the new president and CEO of BioCrossroads, an Indianapolis-based group that promotes and invests in the state's $77 billion life sciences sector. Wong, 52, began his new job Wednesday. He succeeds Patricia Martin, who stepped down in April after four years in the position. Wong's appointment comes just a few weeks after BioCrossroads released a report warning that Indiana's life science sector is starting to lag the nation in growth and market share and will require a focused effort to stay competitive. BioCrossroads, established in 2002, has raised hundreds of millions of dollars in corporate, philanthropic, governmental, and private equity funding for life sciences. It has invested in early-stage life sciences businesses and held conferences to discuss issues and challenges facing the industry. Mishawaka-based Franciscan Health and Indianapolis-based OrthoIndy are teaming up on a new orthopedic clinic and surgery center in West Lafayette. The partners at the facility, set to open in 2025, will provide orthopedic urgent care, physical therapy, and imaging services. The new clinic will be located at the corner of US 231 and Cumberland Avenue. Franciscan and OrthoIndy plan to break ground on the facility this spring. Frankfurt-based 180 Recovery Resources Incorporated broke ground today on a $452,000 expansion of its Clinton County Men's Recovery Home. Rich Reck, founding member and board chairman, said in a news release the expansion is needed since they are at full capacity with a waiting list. The expansion will increase its capacity from 16 to 32 beds. Construction will start in February with a completion goal of June 1st. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Looking for a great way to tip off the 2024 NBA All-Star Weekend in Indy? I'm Gary Dick, inviting you to join business and community leaders from throughout the state at the Economic Club of Indiana Luncheon, sponsored by IBJ Media. It's February 15th at noon at the Indiana Convention Center. I'll be interviewing NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, giving you an inside look at the league and all things All-Star Weekend. Reserve your ticket or table for right now at economicclubofindiana.com. The Studebaker National Museum in South Bend is restoring an iconic car featured in the 1979 Muppet movie. Museum Executive Director Patrick Slabonik said the project is part of the Studebaker story that they're trying to tell. This is an icon for a whole generation of people, and it's any time that we can try to connect our collection and the whole Studebaker story with pop culture, uh, it helps us make it relevant to a whole generation of people. And this is uh, people love movie cars and people love their childhood. And this uh, combines all of it. And it really gives us a compelling story uh, to tell so many aspects, um, whether it's the Muppets uh, story themselves or the Studebaker history. And the... the museum is partnering with Sylvia, North Carolina-based Razorfly Studios, to bring the car that survived back to its original glory, complete with the modifications made to support the movie's special effects. Both chambers of the State House passed measures Tuesday designed to increase access to child care by reducing existing regulations. House Bill 1102 author Representative Dave Hine of Fort Wayne said his bill will make, quote, common sense reductions to burdensome requirements for child care providers while, quote, maintaining the safety of our children. Under the bill, unlicensed home providers can care for up to eight children, an increase from the previous limit of six children and not including their own, as long as they provide care for no more than 30 hours per week. 
Other child care centers would see license renewals every three years instead of every two. Programs operating out of a private or public school will also be exempt from licensure, so long as they comply with health and safety regulations. Steel manufacturer Cleveland Cliffs Incorporated has successfully completed a hydrogen injection trial at its Indiana Harbor No. 7 blast furnace, the largest blast furnace in North America. The trial at the company's Indiana Harbor Works steel mill in East Chicago used hydrogen as a fuel source and a reductant, a reducing agent in the steel manufacturing process, according to a news release. Coal-based coke is used typically as a fuel source and a reductant in making steel. Formula One rejected Indianapolis-based Andretti Global's application to join the Global Racing Series in 2025 or 2026, but said Wednesday it is willing to revisit the issue in 2028, when General Motors has an engine ready for competition. F1, in its decision, said it did not believe Andretti would be a competitive team, that the Andretti name does not bring the value to the series that Michael Andretti believes it would, and that getting on the grid in the next two years would be a challenge Andretti has never faced before. Hard Truth Distilling Company co-founder Jeff McCabe is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond, available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, radio on demand.